Hi, I'm Erica Olson, the coordinator for the Alberta Health Services EMS Psychological Awareness and Wellness Support Program, otherwise known as PAWS. Delray, our accredited facility dog and I would like to welcome you to the PAWScast, part of the Passion for Health series. Every month, the PAWScast will provide updates and information on the EMS PAWS program for both the public and staff. Hi, and welcome to the sixth PAWScast. And on this episode, we will give a little update about what we've been up to, as well as share a little bit about what's upcoming for us. And especially wanted to share on this episode a little bit about what we've learned so far. The PAWS program launched in October of 2017, and three months before that, Delray moved to Alberta. So we've actually been together for 13 months now, and in that time, we've learned a lot about how to work as a team and what it looks like to be a part of the PAWS program. As of the end of August, we've engaged with over a 1,000 practitioners, and throughout that time, there's been a survey sent out to people that the PAWS team have met with, and they have a chance to say some feedback for the program. And of all the people that have answered the survey, over 75% reported that they had a stress reduction as a result of engaging with the PAWS team. If you're an EMS provider and you'd like to learn more or complete the survey, you can find it on the PAWS page. That's on ahsems.com under psychological health and safety. In addition to the general response survey, we're developing a research project designed to assess the efficacy of the PAWS team during acute stress. This research requires applications to several ethics boards and the Animal Research Ethics Board application has been submitted and approved and we will continue to give you updates as this gets closer to launch. So what's ahead? We're going to continue to engage with our direct delivery and contracted providers across the province. From Grand Prairie and Slave Lake down to Lethbridge and Medicine Hat, we are following up on previous visits as well as attending documentaries like The Other Side of the Hero and dropping into symposiums and staff learning opportunities. Since we've launched, we've been contacted from many services internationally and locally on how to set up their own dog programs. One of the things that comes up a lot when talking with different services is how much work actually goes in to developing and then maintaining these programs. What this tells me is that we're actually setting the bar on what it looks like to have a professional canine support program for first responders. This is a real reflection of the commitment and investment that AHS has made in delivering high-quality programs to its frontline staff. In sharing the details of this program with people that are looking to develop their own, it's put it into perspective how much we've learned since we've launched. A lot of what we learned has been a result of feedback from staff. In that survey I mentioned earlier, staff have an opportunity to provide feedback. There's been a lot of positive feedback and also some suggestions on what we could be doing better. One of the biggest things I've noticed that's changed in this program is how Delray's adjusted to his role. He's had to learn a lot about knowing what his job is now that he's a pause dog. One of the things that was noticeable about the way Delray was working was that he would look at me a lot when we were visiting with staff in a casual engagement. It took me a while to understand, but this was actually a trained behavior. When Delray gets aroused and he's around new people, which is really exciting for him, or if he gets confused and he's not sure what to do next, his job is actually to look at me, who's his handler and his safe place. So as he's relaxed and learned that his job is just to be himself and engage people, he spends less time checking in with me and more time engaging with the staff that he really wants to spend time with. Just as Delray has come to know his role, I've also begun to understand mine. One of the things that's become clear to me is the value of us as a team. Both the relationship I have with Delray and our ability to work well with others has been kind of the magic to the pause approach. 
So Delray on his own, he's pretty awesome and he would do a great job. But it's when we team up and we work together and I bring in my extra training and peer support that I find that we make a big difference. Let me tell you about one of our recent deployments. It was to a diffusing. Now, if you don't know, in the Mitchell model, which is the model that we use, a diffusing is the event that happens within 24 hours after a critical incident, and a debriefing is the one that happens after 24 hours and often includes a mental health professional. So this was within 24 hours of the event, and we were called to respond in central zone, and because it was within our area and we, all, we were well rested, we were able to respond. This was a great opportunity to see the value of how Delray and I work as a team. We went into an environment that was difficult to plan ahead for, and we were able to go with the flow, and Delray was uh, really on the ball. He did a great job of engaging people, and I found that my role as a peer fit really well in this environment. This also became an opportunity for us to do a big learning. So once we were in the room, and everyone was seated, we actually left to ensure that there was a chance to obtain consent. Because this is a new process, we wanna give people an opportunity to opt out if they don't want the pause team in the room. Once consent was given, we were brought back in the room and we went and sat at one end. Now, what Delray did then was, because he was allowed off leash, he started to visit a little bit with people in the room, but he didn't go very far to the other side. And now I realize that this is because for the first half an hour or hour, I had him on a leash only at one end of the room and he had kind of set that up as his own working parameters or working boundary. So now I go to my trainer to work through that. So what I seen was he was comfortable in that environment, he was well prepared, and now we just need to do a little training so that he understands that he had actually the freedom to visit everyone on the circle, not people just within a certain distance of me. After that event, we got a lot of positive feedback. People that really appreciated us being there and noted really detailed specifics about what they liked about the pause team being present. So that was a big learning for us. Also, what I know now is that being with a professional school is hugely important because I call up the trainer and we go and we do a trial run or she gives me some tips on how to help Delray know that his job is even to visit with the whole room next time. People are often asking for examples of how the pause team works. And one story that I have gotten permission to share is we went and did a drop-in at a station and we were standing kind of near the doorway visiting with several crews that were on at the base. After we'd been there for about a half an hour, a new crew showed up and reported that they'd had a really hard morning and actually a really hard week. And at that point, Delray was just coming off leash. I had asked them if that was all right. They said it was. And, but then there was some concern expressed saying, oh, this dog is going to out me. Like um, he's going to tell everyone that I'm having stress. And so I assured the person that the Delray is not a heat seeking stress missile and his job is to just be a dog and be friendly with everyone. And um, then we ended up kind of getting into a conversation and visiting for a while. It turned out that while we were visiting for about 20 minutes, Delray was leaning on the provider's legs. So he had his, the side of his body resting on the person's shins. And he just chose to stand there throughout our visit. And we talked about nothing in particular. And then basically we kind of wrapped up and went on our way. Well, later I found out that that person told their spouse how much that had meant to them. And that had been really soothing for their nervous system right at a time that had been difficult. And um, these kind of things are anecdotal, but I think that 
because that was a behavior I've never seen from Delray before, there's some merit there in that Delray may have been responding to what he was sensing as an elevated nervous system. Some of the ways that we engage staff range from casual drop-ins in hospital hallways to um, seeing them at the station, and even sometimes we'll stop in at trainings. And then we'll relate to them stories like I just shared about when we do drop-ins. These are opportunities for people to learn about the PAUSE program and also to talk about psychological health and what's your current stress management plan and is it sufficient and does it need to be changed or updated at all. Sometimes these conversations are super rich and um, occasionally I'll hear about people's practices throughout their workday. So I now know that there are people out there that between patients sit and listen to a podcast that helps them relax or they'll do a meditation that they learned at a retreat that they were at last summer. Um, sometimes people will carry a rock that will help them remind them of a really awesome river trip they took. And touching it reminds them that they're living a life that they want to live, even though right now they're super tired and exhausted. And um, so these moments have been really meaningful to me as a paramedic going out to meet other paramedics, hearing what's working for them to live a balanced life in this environment. If you're a direct delivery or contracted provider working for AHS in Alberta, you can have the PAUSE team out to see you. There are several ways to do that, and it basically involves getting in touch with a peer or a supervisor who will email us the request. You can get more information about that on the our PAUSE page on ahsems.com under Psychological Health and Safety. If you have suggestions or questions for the PAUSE program, please email us at emspause P-A-W-S at ahs.ca. While you're at the pause page on ahsems.com, please check out the introductory videos as well as our update letters and our program practice documents. You can also find more information in previous podcasts like how to be a future handler and what goes into raising a dog like Delray. Thank you very much for tuning in to the podcast. Please send in your questions for the PAUSE team to emspause at ahs.ca. We'd love to hear from you and answer any questions that you have. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Delray Pause. Delray and I thank you for joining us. You have been listening to a podcast, part of the Passion for Health series produced by Alberta Health Services.